0: Welcome to Monday's edition of the Hometown Headlines newscast. John Druckenmiller at HometownHeadlines.com, thanking you for joining us today. Let's get on to the headlines this morning. First, in business news, meet the inaugural class of the Women's Leadership Academy designed to, quote, grow servant leaders, end quote, in Rome. They'll all graduate in May. That story by our Natalie Sims this morning on Hometown Headlines. Donning news today. Let's call this one discovering the rediscovering, maybe, the Redneck Reuben, or the Next Best Thing. It's a great sandwich now available at Troy's, you Johnny Mitchell's fans. You may want to check this one out. Also, a scorecard on restaurant exits and openings on Broad Street. It's gotten to that point now where so many are coming and going. Also, don't forget Valentine's Day just around the corner. Make the reservations now. The holiday falls on a Friday night this year, which means there will be a double crunch on local restaurants. Buzz news today. Retro Tone Guitars is opening up in our merchie. We have those details. Plus, good news at the pumps. Unless you live in Gordon County, gas prices have dropped again. Today's drug report will be our rant of the day, and it is titled as follows. Campaign season turns ugly early. Look for that swipe at Tim Burkhalter over the weekend to backfire and very loudly. Daily features today. The Wear Mechanical Weather Center update. We're going to be lost in the 50s today through Friday. Uh, about mid temperatures where we should be this time of year. Some possible rain for a few days coming up as well. Obituaries today: We say farewell to Mr. John Marcellus Birch and Mr. Huey Lee Sherry. Also, Dining News returns tomorrow. The Greater Community Bank Crime Watch Report updates from Floyd, Bartow, and Polk Counties. Now posted on the website. Truett's Chick Fil A Sports Report for this Monday morning. Of course, the major story across sports and other genres this morning is the loss of Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter, seven others in a horrible helicopter crash out in California. Those details, we have a link to that today all over the Internet, all over TV today as well. Baseball news today. The uh, baseball season kind of starts tonight here in northwest Georgia. It is the Rome Braves' 18th annual hot stove gathering. It begins at the forum. We have a link to all those details. High school basketball tonight, tomorrow, and Friday night, just about done with the regular season also, we have local college basketball notes for you as well. Super Bowl is just around the corner this coming Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Fox TV, Chiefs versus the 49ers. Community sports updates. Tickets remain on sale for the 2020 Hall of Fame banquet set for Monday, February 10th at the Forum. Also, the Harbin Clinic's leprechaun 5K run and two-mile walk returns on March 14th. Okay, now time for our rant of the day. We'll call this one. Beware the backfire. That didn't take long. Since the first of the year, as more and more hands went up to announce hopefuls in the 14th Congressional District race, there has been an easy peace in the simmering race among those already declared. Any sniping has been confined to social media posts by third- or fourth-tier candidates. You know, those are the folks who have brave words, on social media, but uh, never seemed to back those words up with checks or donations or contributions to any campaign. That said, several of the candidates have mixed quietly and peacefully within the meetings of the Floyd County Republican women, the Rome Tea Party, the Floyd County Republican Party, and even the rally held Saturday at the fairgrounds. But it was one of those pages that has promoted the Second Amendment rally that things got ugly and early. Watch for the resulting damage in the form of backfire. What happened was a vengeful post on the Second Amendment page calling out Floyd County Sheriff Tim Burkhalter for not being, quote, vocal, end quote, enough about supporting Second Amendment rights. Apparently, the author has never seen any of the thousands of Facebook photos of Burkhalter hunting on trips during his off time. He's even had some time to spend in the woods with former Buffalo Bills quarterback Jim Kelly. As part of that post, they included Burkhalter's cell phone number, which is available by a simple check online. That said, we did share the number we had on Friday, and we wonder how it got into the hands of those riding this slam against Burkhalter so quickly, if, there's, if that indeed is where the number came from. First, Burkhalter isn't a candidate for re-election this year. He announced two years ago he wouldn't run for a fifth term. The latest post has nothing to do with Burkhalter crossing over to the Republican Party prior to his last re-election. In a county where Donald Trump got more than 70% of the vote in 2016, Burkhalter would have cruised to a new term as a Democrat. He's defeated every Republican candidate to oppose him since 2004. The Facebook post needles Burkhalter on why he made the switch from Democrat to Republican and echoes one of the questions we heard from the audience at the Tea Party meeting last week. The sheriff's candidates, Tom Caldwell, Ronnie Kilgo, and Dave Robertson, all were asked about their respective GOP pedigree. But back to the Second Amendment posting. This wasn't about Burkhalter's changing parties or whether he supports the Second Amendment. It was a smear attempt in retaliation for what happened a few days earlier. Burkhalter endorsed Dr. John Cowan's bid for the U.S. House seat Tom Graves will leave at the end of the year. That's a significant endorsement, not only in the law enforcement community, but also in the congressional district, as Burkhalter has friendships extending throughout the region and, yes, throughout the state. Plus, the Post author didn't realize just how powerful Burkhalter supporters are in Floyd County. Burkhalter's base is that entrenched. Post writers also attacked Burkhalter in a bid to discredit the sheriff as a, quote, real Republican and a Second Amendment supporter. Indirectly, the writer has cast into light... Now, two other candidates as well who also crossed over to the GOP at the same time as Burkhalter. That would be District Attorney Lee Patterson and Clerk of Courts Barbara Penson, both of whom are up for new terms this year as well. In this House race with at least six declared candidates already, the last thing you want to do is upset the base of any well-established and well-liked politician. Attempting to smear them with assumptions and made-up accusations makes it worse. It helps clarify things for those who might have been undecided to this point. The only credibility damaged by the attack on Burkhalter is that of the writers and the candidate they support. No amount of damage control will fix this one. This is John Druckermiller with HomedoneHeadlines.com thanking you for joining us today. Continuing updates throughout the day, including tonight's hot stove gathering, Join us at hometownheadlines.com. As always, we open we close with the stylish renderings of Funky Druck by our friend Harry Musselwhite. Have a great day in Northwest Georgia.